Welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsburts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, repping the Minnesota area codes, Mr. Andy Molitor. How's the preparation going, by the way, for the golf course? I know that you have to shoot a really low number. Again, you got to beat Furyk's 58 here. Have you have you done any scouting? Have you done any practice rounds yet? How are we feeling? No, like I said, we got Mario Party the other day. So, like, my my Nintendo play has been Mario Party-based and not so much golf. Although it is a par 70. It's a short course. I'll still play it from the tips. But, Christ, it's it's like 6,800 yards from the blacks. Like, I will be fine. I will be fine if we can uh, if we can get there, uh, even even tying it. Twelve hundred, twelve hundred is a hell of a round. Like I'm just going to have to make my putts tonight. So, uh, yeah. As, and as I dug into, I don't know. We kind of shit on it. I did last night with Drew a little when we were talking on the deep dive about this, you know, the the doldrums, if you will, of this time of year with the golf. Because you know we just coming off a big tournament. Drew's like, no, no, no. There's a, a another major in a few weeks. Yeah, no, but like the next couple are this one. The Rocket Mortgage in Detroit, which Detroit is clearly the worst of any of these. And then, like, the John Deere, TPC Deer Run, that's not a great tournament. Like, And I'll say this to be nice because Dan is going to the tournament and he is a Connecticut guy. Like, This is the best of the three tournaments that we're going to have, and it's a 6,800-yard course. So not excited uh, about the next couple of weeks, but usually some decent betting opportunities. I'm going to try to replicate some of the success of what went right last week and do that again. So... Hopefully we can get another second place finisher. Maybe I should be putting top fives on all these guys as well too. Casey almost got there as well. So, yeah, the the travelers will be. It'll be a full card. All these will. I'm I'm still just going balls out on golf. Don't care if it's a bad course. Detroit be damned. Yeah. No NBA last night. Felt weird. Like what did you do? Um, not a whole heck of a lot. I tried to watch a little bit of the hockey, but as fun as that was, as someone who has a bunch of Tampa Bay tickets. It just kind of got out of hand at some point. Um, yeah, not too much, if, to be perfectly honest. Relaxed, did a lot of tennis homework and things like that. Did a tennis show. I don't know. Filled in some time. You guys I heard, so I did the deep dive. That was pretty solid. You covered everything. And you did talk a little bit about this basketball game, I think. Just a touch. Yeah, let's get to Clippers and Suns. It's, I mean, it, it's the, the NBA playoffs are just a bigger version of a tennis tournament. As we get through the week, there's fewer and fewer matches to bet, fewer matches to watch. Same thing here. We only get one game. I don't know if there'll be any days where there's both games on at the same time. I wouldn't think they would do that at this point, or why would you at this uh, at this juncture in the playoffs? But yeah, Clippers-Suns game two tonight. Clippers up one nothing. We went over the future prices last week, or last, last I'm, again, I not last anything. Yesterday is the word I'm looking for there. Future prices, Suns were like minus 500 to get this done. But we did caution people that the Clippers have yet to win a game one. In fact, they've yet to win a game two, I believe. So... Clippers not dead, maybe a little bit of a coaching change or coaching change, kind of a strategy change as they get deeper into a series. And they're a solid team. It just is Kawhi ever going to be healthy. If that's not happening, it might just be Suns here. So Suns minus five, Suns money line is about two to one, one to two rather, if you're doing fractions and the totals 224 and a half. I know you kind of had a lean on a side here, but I wanted to get your thoughts on the total. 224 and a half just in this matchup second game here i think it's a, a kind of a lean to the over here for me i mean last game we saw they got to 234 
the shooting numbers were pretty solid. Maybe there's a little bit of regression there, but I think we're going to see numbers pretty close to 230. I make this total actually 227, almost 228 myself. So lean to the over here, but the look that I do like, and I think I'm going to find myself on at some point, Clippers plus five. Um, just want to dig into a couple more things that I didn't have time to look at before the show here. I think the Clippers can keep this very close. You know, they lost only by six the other night. I expect them to come out. And, you know, as we've talked about, I know you guys talked about a deep dive a little bit. They are taking bigger rotations in these first two games, trying to see what works. I'm curious to see what adjustments Tyron Lue makes tonight. Um, hope to see a little bit more Zubach here, which I think will be better for the Clips. But I think I expect another close game here. So Clippers plus five, I think is going to end up um, in my portfolio at some point. I'll be sure to post that on Betsperts, where you can find me at Alex Christensen, no space. And then Andy, all his stuff. It's just Andy. He got on there early enough to just get the Andy. OG, OG username. Yeah. And that's kind of where Drew and I landed last night too. Is like Clippers plus the points probably, and then probably Hawks plus the points. And actually, you know, spoiler alert, I'll talk a little more about this tomorrow, but probably clip, probably a little Hawks money line tomorrow too, especially, and really, it would really set up for a nice spot on Friday. If we could get the Hawks to win game one, I would love that to come back on the box. I don't know how big they would adjust it. I couldn't see them going much less than like, Bucks minus five and a half. I don't, I, I'm not sure how far you. It depends. Ooh, like if big. if the Hawks win by like thirty, maybe maybe they make a heavier adjustment. But yeah, Hawks winning a close game, maybe you could see a point point and a half adjustment. But I would love to come back on the Bucks if they lose game one. So yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll take a little over here. Maybe a live over. I'll probably end up watching this one just because there's not much uh, going on after I play golf tonight. Um, the Travelers, like I said, I had some pretty decent luck with um some top 20 bets last week these are kind of some of the and again streelman streelman is somebody i played in a outright last uh again last night we do not do shows at night yesterday is again the word i was looking for streelman i put an outright on some of those outrights like a uh, webb simpson uh he was an outright last week for me i had four outrights three finished in the top 20 webb simpson shot 150 over par like he was always a guy that was either he's going to play well up to his, you know, up to the competition, do well, finish in the top ten, maybe win it, or his neck is still broken. He's never gonna. That's why he didn't. He didn't end up getting a top twenty from me. So Streelman is an outright that I like to back this way too, plus one fifty, little shorter, but I do think he's just in contention. He's played so well lately, and then Grio Burns, Sam Burns. I know a lot of people are on him this week. Grio, people always tried to talk me out of him. I think I can get behind him here at a course where. Maybe the uh, the tee shots aren't going to matter as much. I'm I'm probably down waiting off the tee a little here. You can't get yourself in a ton of trouble, especially on the front nine. There's not there's not places where you can go way out of bounds or have too much trouble with a, with an errant tee shot. So I'm not as worried about off the tee numbers here. That's why you see me getting on some guys like Stuart Sink and Taylor Gooch. These are a little bigger numbers than. I'm looking at uh, usually at plus 325 and plus 400 for those two. Even Grio and Burns at plus 250. You know, a lot of mine were two to one or less last week. But I think, you know, if Taylor Gooch top 20s and the rest of them flame out, it's a break even. So if I get Sinker Gooch to play well, I'm going to be in good shape. And I really, really do think Strowman's there on Sunday. So I like these. Like I said, I will be playing the course tonight. I'll have all my bets for that with some more head-to-head, some day one. I'll do some round one head-to-heads tomorrow on the show. And I'll have more outrights, more props, more stuff, and a, a blog out tomorrow. And, yeah, somebody in the chat brought up the other golf tournaments. Uh 
maybe I should play Furyk just out of respect for what he did this week a few years back. He's playing in the seniors, which is in like four. he gets hot. Uh, I don't I don't even know where the seniors is. The BMW is happening for the Euros. Actually a really nice, really nice uh, field for that. Hovland, Ustusen, Garcia, uh Matthias Schwab, Thomas Peters, Tomas probably is how you say that actually. Uh, Martin Keimer. I don't know if I can count him, but uh, I mean there's some decent uh Euro players over there as well. Uh Andy Sullivan's playing. He's 45 to 1. Maybe I'll take a tickler there. But yeah, there's actually a couple decent golf tournaments going on. So hopefully I make all my money on the travelers because I don't know how to handicap any of that. And we'll get on to uh tennis, Vitalina. So you dumb Alex. He, she lost the first set. That's all I saw. I just unstarred it. I'm assuming she lost in <laughs> straights. That's what I love about WTA tennis. She lost the first set, not going away, but she didn't look good and then easily covered the handicap. A nice breadstick in the middle always takes care of business. And some of yesterday's matches still haven't started. So, yeah, there's a whole bunch of them that are still up there. You know, so we talked about these yesterday. Still time to get your golf total in. Hypothetically, this starts in like 45 minutes, maybe an hour. Kuder Matova risk. Um, you know, I don't have the time for that right in front of you, but I know that's at least an hour before that. That's stacked up after the golf Mertens match. So if you missed these yesterday's, Coco golf overs, Allison risk overs on grass. 21 and a half is good. 21 and a half is good for either of these, by the way, even though I have 21. That's still up there for the Kuda Matova risk. If you have 21 and a half, that's okay too. So if you missed those yesterday, still some time to get those in. But we have a couple other tournaments, and we'll start here. And I'm just going to have you say this because it can't possibly just be bad Homburg, right? It's got to sound a little different than that. That'd be so poor, poor naming choices. It's like a long A because Bod means the bath or the bathroom. Bod is it's bathroom. Bod. Omberg. This is the one. Did you ever look it up? I said, I told you, I said, yeah. I would almost guarantee there's like some hot spring that people go there and like try to heal themselves from, you know, whatever. Yeah, else. There is. Like then you, he said you, the same thing. You, yeah. You, you would name a town, like, any town that has the word bod in it. There's like a hot spring. So it just means like bath. This town is like bath hamburger. That's the name of this town. So, uh, yeah, big underdog. What are we doing with Lee? We're going to jump in here. She is playing Petra Kvitova, lost the first set, has looked really out of sorts, um, withdrew in her last tournament, um, actually injured herself walking off in a press conference. She fell over oh, yeah. um, and I believe turned her ankle. Again, didn't look great in her first match. Wimbledon is next week, which she should have her eyes just laser focused on that. I don't expect her to be here and have a long week and then have to travel to London. So I like this spot for Lee. You know, I have this number closer to like plus 250 myself before I even consider kind of that qualitative angle. So half unit selection for me, obviously, when the numbers this big. But I like on Lee here in Ba Humbug to beat Petra Kvitova. Ba Humbug. I like it. I'd go for a big underdog. Not interested in the handicap at all just because it's either either she, you know, either she competes or she doesn't. I looked at the handicap. There's, it's a plus four and a half, which is a nice number, but I saw it like minus 120, minus 120 and a half, uh, minus 125. Yeah, I mean, four and a half is okay on grass, Andy. I mean, there's a decent chance you see a tiebreaker here, or like a seven, five, mm, six, four kind of situation. But I do believe that there is a more value in that plus 300. I had the handicap myself, I think, at four, at a juicy four, a cheap four and a half. So didn't see much value in, in that number, like the 300 a lot better. Yeah, I'm still in clay mode. 
like I'm still thinking clay handicaps are different when the totals jump up to they're semi-correlated. Uh, we talked a little on, like you said, on deep dive last night, talked a little Wimbledon. Somebody reached out to me. He said one of his locals has plus 150 on Djokovic. I said, yeah, I was going to ask you that. I was actually looking at the same thing. I said, yeah, you should probably bet that. I said, I hate going all balls in on somebody who has to win seven matches, best of five but his first four matches might be pretty easy. It might just be like a decent player in the quarters, semis, and, you know, obviously a tough final, but yeah, plus 150 is very much off market. There are books hanging minus 130, if you can find that. We went through nearly every player on the women's side before I was able to guess Ans Jabour as Mr. Drew's pick. Kvitova is like third favorite. I do want to look at fading her if she's going to be, continually injured here but uh yeah wimbledon it's a rough number on her she's like single digits low double digits it's not good yeah but you don't want to be numbers that low before you see the draw i do have a handful of tickets at some really big numbers um coco vandaway was a thousand to one for a little while if you can get 500 to one or better there that's worth a little sprinkle nina stoyanovich was a thousand to one again 500 to one or better there's worth a little sprinkle Look around for some Belinda Bendage tickets. There's still some 40 to 1 or betters out there. That's definitely worth a sprinkle. And then take a look. Allison Risk, 100 to 1 or better. She's great on grass. Again, that's worth a little bit of a sprinkle. And, and that's kind of all I have. I have those. And I was able to get some Krejcikova before she won the French Open. I was going like to say, Alex, or better. why are we betting these big numbers on women's tennis? What are the odds some woman who's never won a slam is just going to come out of nowhere and make the semifinals <laughs> of, a, of a major tournament like this? It's uh, it happens from time to time, Andy. Now, it does tends to, to be a more veteran type tour. Um, one of my better wins of all time, I had Barbara Zahala Zalava 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 Stritzova, uh, 40 to 1 to win her quarter the last time we played Wimbledon. So, uh, you have a chance to get some big numbers here again with the lack of experience on grass. Um, it's really kind of an open field, but it tends to be better for older players. You want to look for players to play a lot of doubles. That's why I was excited to grab some Krejcikova again just before she won the French Open. Those numbers started to tank. So if you're betting outrights early, we want big numbers. And then just start to think about players that, you know, you're going to be excited at that number, you know, kind of regardless of the draw. I mean, some of these players, it'll be tough if Allison Risk gets a tough quarter at 100 to 1. But you should do well enough on all these other ones. So look for big numbers, look for double players and veterans. But qualifying starts. It starts today, hypothetically, but we've got a lot of rain stuff. It might be okay today. We'll see if we get to tomorrow. All these matches look like they're going to start pretty shortly after the show. Again, assuming the rain stops. We don't know how that goes. So we'll fly through these pretty quickly. Uh, another big money line, Natalia Vickliansseva. Um, this number, I believe, is actually a little bit better, depending on where you look. She's playing Julie Niemeyer. Niemeyer had a nice couple wins in Berlin and was able to qualify. I think she got a first, if not a second round win as well there, but I think she's getting a little too much credit. Vikely uh, Yanseva, again, an older player, hasn't played a ton of tennis this year, but this is a really good surface for her, and I just I think this number is giving too much credit again to what Nehemiah did last week in Berlin and overlooking a veteran here who's pretty solid on the surface. We're going to put a half unit on her, a full unit here actually on Christy Ahn. She's playing Caroline Dahlheide. Um, again, a player with a little more grass experience, but not any really great performances from Caroline Dahlheide, where Christiane has only played a few matches. You know, again, nothing great from her. But, you know, as I look at her game and some numbers and some other more quick situations, I, I think this would be much closer to a pick. I have on closer to like plus 125. So I'd play this down to plus 150. And then another total, Ellen Perez is playing Leonie Kung. 
That total is 21. The match is lined very closely. I think this should be competitive. Um, as I look at some of the set totals here, um, some set overs will probably be nice here. I might look at some first set totals, but a little tougher to find. Expect there to be a 7-5, seven, 7-6 seven, here. So 21 looks pretty good to me. A cheap 21 and a half would be all right. So three bets for us. And again, that's Wimbledon qualifying. It could be a little tougher to find, but I've seen them. Uh, Camby has these up. Bet Online has these up. Um, I don't know if our friends at WinBet have them up. I did. I didn't see them earlier, but I'll double back actually uh, before and try to confirm that. But that's what we've got for tennis so far. I will. And speaking of WinBet, I will mention this just now before I get to my Euro fades for the day is we will be offering uh, boosted bets. Like we're going to get the picks like Drew and I picked one where you got to do it. We got to do it a little ahead of time. We'll let you know, but I'm straight up just going to boost some bets for you and we'll, we'll let you know what they are get some uh, better odds on a few things and it's probably going to be NBA just because that's what's going on. I'm not going to find you some NHL boost. I don't know what the hell to boost in that. I don't know. Mamba, our guy Mamba Brinks, he says bet the under in the, uh, in the next game for Tampa. We're taking it. We're taking the under there. We're just straight up zigzagging up an eight Oh game fighting the overreaction. I think that's probably Wednesday. I could, I'll be cheering for the Vegas Knights tonight. I don't want Canada to win. I need to keep our USA streak alive, but yeah, look for that. I'll probably talk about it Wednesday on uh, on the deep dive. We'll have a boosted bet for you this weekend on win bet. If you were in a state that has that, if you're not drive across the border for Christ's sakes, please help me out with that. Otherwise euros. I think I went on four last yesterday. You know, Ooh. just a, a soft penalty here. A, a shot off the bar there away from a couple wins. It just wasn't my day. These matches are so ridiculously difficult today. I don't think I would bet them with your money if I didn't already make a promise. And, you know, my word is my bond. But, like, England, Czech Republic, Czechs can win this group with a draw, but they might not want to win it because of where you end up in the draw in the, in the knockouts. Like nobody might want to win this group. This could be a very weird match. England has a couple players sitting out because they had close contact with the Scott who had some Corona issues. So the lineups are going to be a little goofy here. I don't know. We're going to, I could see a first half under here, but I end up playing just the full game under. If it does end up being one of these cagey ones where they, you know, nobody does want to win. If England scores a, you know, and goes up, they might just sit on it, especially if the Czechs, you know, and the Czechs can win the group of the draw. But again, I'm not sure how bad they want to win the group. Croatia, Scotland, both teams need a win. This will be a little more wide open. Hopefully I'm betting an over here. I haven't taken a lot of overs. I wish I'd have just done that with uh, the Netherlands team totally yesterday instead of getting cute with it. But yeah, Croatia, Scotland, I believe they both have a point. So a win would give you four, which pretty much, uh, you know, pretty much gets you through on a third place. So if somebody were able to win, so if somebody goes up here, the other team is essentially eliminated because they're sitting on one group point for the, the whole tournament. So if we get somebody going up, Hopefully the other team has to play a little more wide open, maybe gives up another counter, 2 nothing turns into 3 nothing with a penalty. I don't know how this goes. I just want a lot of goals. None of these matches are happening. Usually this stuff happens in like 10 minutes. These are all late games. These all start at 3 Eastern, 2, uh, two Central, noon Pacific. So late games, which just feels like a bit of a stay of execution for me, I guess, at this point. So... I got, I got some more time to think about this. Maybe we'll find some many goal scorers on this uh, Croatia-Scotland one. I, I know, think that'll be one. We, we got the, the assist the assist play yesterday came through. Alaba. It's our guy. We love that it. That is our guy. So, and like I did say, 
you know, you can still get your $500 risk-free bet at the WinBet if you sign up. I have the new links in the description, in the pinned tweet for at Brown Bag Bets. If you notice, it's different than the last one. There are more links to more states. Tennessee, Indiana, Virginia, you guys can get signed up. You can check out some of those offers, and you can get your $500 risk-free bet. You can bet it on anything. There's basketball. There's hockey. There's tennis. There's golf. And there's even some racing this weekend. Wimbledon qualifying. Get weird with it. Was this, in so. there. Get Check that, that out. Girl bike there. Three to one. It's not not too shabby. Three to one risk free. You're not even risking anything. It's zero risk. It's free real what? estate. It's free one. So, otherwise, yeah. Deep dive tomorrow will be a new guest talking some more euros. Somebody a little more modeling heavy tonight. Approaching the green with Pam and me. I'll be playing. T- I want to say TPC Riverside. That's not at all what this course is called. I might need Dan to help me out this. Uh, this is this is going to drive me nuts that I can't say. But the TPC River Highlands. There we go. He did it right before me. TPC River Highlands tonight. I will be trying to shoot a 57, which sounds ridiculously hard, but I'll somehow, some way come through. If you're in the YouTube chat, give me a thumbs up. If you think I can shoot a 57, if you think I can't, give me a thumbs up. Either way, thumbs up. If you're listening on podcasts, like. Subscribe, retweet, review, star, all that jazz. And for me and Alex, we'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully, uh, well, we're just going to go watch some tennis now. Midday yeah. tennis. It's a beautiful thing. No, See you guys on Wednesday. Huh? Oh, well. See you tomorrow. Oh, we'll, do, we'll do tennis into soccer. Okay, fine.